Blog Talk Radio. Sorry about that. Because <laughs> I thought I had a little more. You are now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest color show on earth, with your host, the Bob of the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston. And I'm your moderator, just some guy named Jay, like I've always been. 
Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to assimilating black folks from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe, which I believe now is not hosted by a convicted felon or conspiracy theorist wacko or closeted lesbian, but hey, we're going to put on a great show just as good as those people too, so listen up. (laughs) Tonight's topic and theme is uh, interracial dating and, and why. And also joining us is our guest, singer Ebony Archer, here to talk about her single, Can't Nobody, which you just heard. Father of the Country Cleaning Lady will put her in the hot seat and interrogate her like a cop and, uh, during the interview. And then after that, she will join us for some discussion topic. But before we get into all that, I just want to let everyone know you can check us up at www.blacktopia.org. And you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app from iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. No, you can't get it from the Google Play Store uh, because they don't, they, they don't, they don't, they don't fuck with me. And that's all good. They took the, the giant blast out and they took the Blacktopia app out. But it's cool. You can get it from other places like Apple and Amazon and BlackBerry World. So still get it. All right. If you have an Android, go to Amazon.com. That's where you go. And um. I was going to give some shout-outs to some sponsors, but you already know who they are. So uh, let me go ahead and buy all their products. Fuck it. Get them all. Yeah, I, I'll get you guys later in the middle of the show. Okay, let me go ahead and bring on the uh, the, the host and then our guest. You know how we do this. Excuse me. Barbara the Country Cleaner Lady. How are you doing this evening, Jay? Because... Something you've been drinking. <laughs> you, you, know you, you got a special what now? As said, if you had some special herbal tea. If I had some special herbal tea? Yeah, did you have some? Because you're mighty happy. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm. I'm always happy, right? And I'm questioning my happiness. No, <laughs> no, but yeah, it's, yeah, you got a new pep in yourself. It's all good. Bring on the butterfly. Oh, we we gonna work it out. We oh, gonna work it out. Oh yeah, Adrian. Char- oh well, okay, Adrian Charleston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know it's going to be and, great. And Bar- Barbara is correct. Yes, you are very chipper, which which mm-hmm. is not a bad thing. It's just odd for you. No, it's not. Yeah, because <laughs> he hasn't really been that chipper in a minute. That's why I said he done, he yes. done had some kind of special herbal tea. But it's all right. It's all it right. Is. Let's just keep it going through the, through the evening. We all good with that. We all good. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Well, let's definitely keep it going. Let's, let's bring on some more happiness. Let's <laughs> Ebony Archer. Yes, yes. Ebony Archer. Hey. Ebony Archer, where you at? Uh oh, she dropped off. All right. Oh, wow. 
See, all that happened is you done messed up the tunnel system. It's so odd. (laughs) 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 Is is this Jay? Like, we got the wrong radio show. Let's pick up on somebody else. (laughs) We're trying to keep it kosher and professional, and you messing up already. Already. We used to you dropping off in the middle of the show, but not dropping the guests off.
of all of those career opportunities that you have, which one of those platforms represent Ebony the best? Um, I'm still working with you. You know, uh, I'm a black female, young black female in the industry. You know, it's kind of hard. People, you know, take you, take you that seriously. I'm male dominant. So when I came in, I, you know, I'm all saying, I don't want to tell you what to do, what I should sound like, what I should look like. You know, I want to own my own thing, kind of be like that and You know, you don't have to be butt You don't have to do magic. You know, it's going to be successful. Um, and so I'm, that's an accomplishment I'm very proud of. You know, and we're trying to fade away and try to be friends as well. Mm-hmm. You do know that for everybody who has listened to Can't Nobody, especially on YouTube in the comments, that they've compared you to Whitney, Tony Braxton, to Mia, even Phyllis Hammond. I mean, and that was reaching back in the name for her. Yes. What was behind the lyrics of the song, and how do you feel about being compared to those greats? Well, you know, I was, uh, when I was, Writing a song, I was listening to uh, Shot Khan, Ain't Nobody, which is another uh, singer that I look up to, you know, vocally. And it's a writing style. So I kind of wanted to, I love 80s, I love 90s music. So I kind of wanted to bring that back for a course, some new school feel to it. Um, and so, you know, I often get compared to Whitney a lot. I mean, she's my favorite singer. So I feel honored, you know, um, and then that people. Compared to these artists, I'm doing something right. You know, because you put music mm-hmm. out there, you don't know how people are going to, you know, accept it and react to it. So, you know, for people that like it and vibe to it and comparing to the artist, it's like, okay, I did something right. I came to the song, you know, so it's, it's a good feeling. Okay. And like I said, YouTube, SoundCloud, um, IGN. Just a few places to listen to your music. Where else can we enjoy Ebony? I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, you can look me up on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Archer. You go to my website, EbonyArcher.net. I mean, you can purchase if you like Ain't Nobody. Ain't Nobody's as well to purchase everywhere, Amazon, iTunes. But it's like everywhere. You know, you can let, you just Google me, Ebony Archer. You know, you can find it. Okay. And you have inspired by Purpose Inc. What inspired you to create that label and what makes it stand out? Because uh, I'm getting all the money. You know, I didn't want to start the label. You know, anybody knows about the music, it's these three, six years long. So it's like everything that I would do, they'll get used to it. I don't know about you. I like my money as much money as possible. I like making money. I like losing money. So I kind of wanted to, you know, keep the money to myself. So that was the main thing. But also to be able to create what I want to, and be able to create my own image, create my own music, work who I want to, not be a anybody. You know, so um, I think it's my purpose to make music and make people feel good through my music. And so that's why I call it inside my purpose, you know. Okay. Christian music seems to be the foundation of mostly where they have you based. Do you agree with the new stance on Christian music? Um, it's no longer, in my opinion, about a soul, saving a soul, but it's more of status, 
still holds on deals, awards, and being popular to the public. How do you feel about that as an artist? I feel like it's a good thing that I feel like, you know, things don't change, you know, you're supposed to be long. So, you know, it music's not going to change the same, but it's circled back. You know, you notice like now, even R&B, for example, the older R&B groups are coming back. So things circle back. But as far as that, the gospel industry period, it's not more, it's, you know, you think about certain seasons or back in the day. You know, that music feels the name feel or something. And people, you know, can listen to it and you play it. And whatever song you listen to, it makes you feel, it makes you feel better. Now, like you said, I feel like it's more about how many awards that one, how many several awards, how many nominated for. You know, how many magazine covers I've been on. It's not about the solo thing, making people feel better. It's all about the fame and um, just a variety of things. And I think uh, a lot of times the gospel people try to be like a secular artist too, as well, trying to get people to accept the gospel. Um, and so with that, it just really does overshadow what the purpose of gospel music is supposed to stay. So, and then, you know, that's right. So, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's still some artists, I think, still had a good gospel music, uh, still had a good gospel message. But overall, it is really that exact thing, just because of greed. Right. And see, from Gotta Believe in Me to this point, how have you grown as an artist, and are you satisfied with those changes? I think um, just lyrically and just um, now I'm more open to try different things, you know, try different sounds. Uh, coming from a Christian background, I'm also kind of afraid of, I guess, trying to score different genres, you know, or score different type of music because it's always a set way. You know, you got to do the song just like this. Hey, Miss no. Ebony, I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt. Um, can, can you hang up and call back? Because the sound quality is very bad, and it's, uh, I can hardly understand what you're saying. And I don't know if it's your phone, because Jay's not been able to figure out anything else. And it's still the echo. It's okay. like you have a, I don't know, it's funny. Something like what Barbara's phone does sometimes, but it's not Barbara's phone doing it this time. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt the interview. I I didn't want to. I was we trying to figure something out. So just hang up and call right back and Jay will patch you back in. All right. All right, thank you. All right, thank you. I'm sorry everybody, I didn't mean to mess up the flow. I was just trying to make sure we're able to hear. You good, Barbara? I'm good, I'm waiting on y'all. Okay. <laughs> well, there's music. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, we're serious. Uh, yeah, well, you're still listening to Black Topia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio. Uh, you know, wait for yeah, and I don't hear the anymore. echo anymore. Yeah. What we'll do is, Jay, can you schedule her for welcome to the country? And then I will take the same question and answer because she got the whole hour. And I'll read you the interview from Deb because at this point, 
we can't go back to the beginning. She has obligations and everybody else has things to do. So I'm going to finish it up with a couple more questions and then let you get to the callers or, you know, get the, get everything else going. Schedule her for Welcome to the Country, and then we'll redo the entire interview. If that's all right with you, then, every, then you can put it. Back, you can put it back on Blacktopia and everywhere for everybody to hear it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, uh, Ebony Archer, your mic is back uh, open. Uh, we'll definitely uh, we're gonna continue. Uh, if you heard Barbara, we're gonna continue the interview today, and uh, we'd like to have you on Welcome to the Country uh, for another interview. If you're able to do it, then we do that on Fridays. Okay, cool. That's cool. Yeah, because that way, because everybody is now inboxing me, but I didn't want to interrupt you because I know that you have things to do, Um, and I thank you for giving us your time right now, but they're saying they couldn't hear, so what I'll do is just ask you the same questions from the beginning all over again on Welcome to the Country so that they can be able to hear the whole interview in its entirety, if that's all right with you. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, my next question to you was how how has your family been influential in your career? Um, you know, one thing my parents taught me was to be a husband. You know, don't depend on nobody. You know, to do anything for you, don't expect people to do anything for you. And I think that those what they taught me kind of implement what I'm doing now. You know, I don't depend on nobody. You know, I, I, I make sure that I make things happen. And um, they support, you know, they support me, and they're very crucial to what I'm doing. But it's those that they taught me, and uh, I think the reason why I'm so successful is that. And they're very, very helpful in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And see, you're in your 20s. Like some of the other artists, do you feel pressured by society to have a family or children? Oh no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to run down no kids because imagine you know, it's kinda hard. Especially mm-hmm. doing music and you got imagine me, I can't imagine myself having a baby right now. I'll be up the creek. You know, I'll be be looking for help. You know, it's just it's just when you talk about kids and that's you say responsibility, that's a lot. Then you talk about being married, you know, it's not easy to date, especially in the music industry. You know, so it's hard. So for me, it's like I, I want to get to a certain place in my in my music career. And when I'm ready, then I'm not ready. Right now, I'm not ready. I'm also pressure at all. Trust me. Trust me. Right. And see, you know, even for Christian artists, they're being asked to express some sexuality to appeal to the public yeah. in their videos, on tour, um, in their appearances. Are you susceptible to that kind of push in this era? No, I think, you know, you got to be comfortable in yourself, first of all. You know, the problem is when you gospel, R&B, whatever you are, people feel the need to, I say they feel pressure to be something that they're not. You know, and I think as gospel, as as Christians, we're supposed to be set apart from the world. And what happens is, um, a lot of Christian artists trying to be like the world. You know, I think there's nothing wrong. Nobody want to, you know, you don't want to dress any kind of way. I think when you represent God, it's a certain way you're supposed to present yourself. So there's nothing wrong with looking nice. But I think the problem is is not trying to look sexy. I think the problem is for a lot of Christian artists is that they're trying to 
be like the world. They're trying to be something that they're not. And as an artist, no matter what genre, you got to be comfortable in your own skin and be comfortable who you are, you know. So okay. I just think it's people are trying to be like everybody else. And that's what happened with a lot of golf artists. They're trying to be something that they're not. Mm-hmm. And you had a lot of tour dates set up and was offering opportunities to other artists. How is that going? It's going good. You know, I, you know I, I'm you know, i a believer of creating my own platform, you know, not waiting for somebody to, you know, create them for me. So. But then I believe in the sharing of wealth. You know, I believe if I build you, you build me, and I get that faster instead of saying it's all about me. And so with that, it's just been a great response. And that's good. I mean, they, they need to know that other people uh, will give them an opportunity because a lot of artists, I heard a lot of people say, you know how they talk about that, what is it, Sunday, Sunday Church Sunday, whatever that show is that um, they have on the And um, they said a lot of people have went to him, have found it very well, but he wouldn't give them an opportunity, I guess, because they would make him and some of the other people, the panelists, look bad. And, I mean, that's not what it's about. If, if you have that skill, then it's, it's, it should not be a problem when you've already made it. It's not like you're trying to get in. You've already fit in, you know. So I'm not saying that you're that way and keep on offering opportunities to other people. I'm very proud of that. Because a lot of artists who have made it don't do that. They don't reach back like the especially if they think somebody's gonna sound better. Which you have nothing to worry about. But especially if they think somebody's gonna sound better, they they get um insecure in their talent. Which I don't understand it after making millions, I can be insecure. You know, there are a lot of people that are and I'm glad you're not one of them. Well, I mean, it's kinda of, it's kinda of that that mentality is about me, 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 me. You know, I can't let nobody. It's like a crab in a barrel type of thing. Mm-hmm. I can't let nobody get farther than what I'm doing. Oh, who right. is she? Or who is she? Who, who is she? Thinks she is. It's kind of that, that, it's that jealousy thing. But a lot of people, to be honest, uh, a lot of people feel like I'm not going to let. Man, I've been doing this. I'm a legend. I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm not going to let a new color come in outside me. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just all about ego. And people don't understand, like, when you realize it's not about you, but you're not, this is not for you. It's for people, other people to see and open up to see, you know, and to bless others. So when you get that and not about you, God will bless you even more. But you don't think about this. It's about ego. Especially in the music, it's all about ego. So that's what that is. See, and you've been blessed to work with a lot of celebrity talent. I mean, hosting that youth show. And then you work with Walt Whitman, which is one of my favorite people, girl, because I love that song, We All One. Yes, God. That's been my song for a little girl. How has these experiences shaped you as an artist? It made me humble because I realized that's the truth. Yeah. All those studio sessions. But, but real artists, you know, real artists, you know, they practice, you know, in the studio 24 7. Affected class, and especially for Walt Whitman. I remember, you know, we used to be, we had big concerts, award shows, rehearsal, eight hour rehearsals. And he mm-hmm. used to do it over and over and over again. He got it right. But I thank God for that because nah. I'm the same thing. Every time I prepare for a, a performance or whatever it is I'm doing, I keep doing it over and over again. And I know it's perfect. 
You know, right. so I think as artists, you artists, we don't do that. We just go up on the stage, we don't fight this. We don't mm-hmm. try to respect our craft. You know, mm-hmm. we scream the microphone, we lip sing. I mean, that's I mean, that's the reality. We don't understand like what it means to be a true artist. And so I think God, just being around the celebrities and how they prepare, how they take it seriously. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna be great, I'd have to do this right now. Yeah, they say he was one of the toughest people. That's why that the um children's oh yeah, he was yeah, yeah. They said he was bad, but I mean, and look at all the awards that he won. Look at how far a yeah. lot of those young people went, including yourself. Look yeah. how far they went in their careers. Because I mean, they said it was one thing. Is that true about him? That you guys had to sing acapella, like if the music wasn't available, you had to be able to hit. Yeah. I mean, especially some of the hard parts of his songs. You had to be able to hit mm-hmm. that without music. Is that true about yeah. him? Because I used to yeah, follow a lot true. of his music. That's what I said. But my favorite song of all the songs of all time is We Are One in the Spirit. That thing right there ain't no joke. That is my total favorite. Whether he he had the group sing it a cappella and they sung it with music. And everybody said he was a rough person because, you know, he was so tough on you. But... I mean, you got to understand the music business, especially uh, Christian music. If it moves the people, yes, you yes. Know y'all go, what, 15, yes. 20 minutes with people in the spirit, right? So you still got to find a way to keep that song going for 15, 20 minutes, <laughs> don't you? And you know I'm, you know I'm telling the truth, especially if you live and in concert. If people are feeling the spirit, you got to keep that. He used to say people used to get mad with him, some of the other musicians, because they were ready to end the song. But you can't. If people are in the spirit, you got to keep that song playing for 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes until they remove them people from the auditorium for y'all to continue. So in order to do that, you have to have total voice control, right? You know, I'm coached. You know, so I'm used to it. They say that they say <laughs> You know, you got energy to be a coach. You know, uh, they say shouting. They say it's spirit. When I came to coach it, I was used to it. I was used to right. it. I was breaking plays and worship for 15, 20 uh-huh. minutes. But I came to that background, you know. But for people who's not used to it, they're going to be looking at they. You know, a lot of times they look at you like, what you doing? So we're missing women. But I thank God for that because you, you need that. You need that discipline, especially you trying right. to sing it, especially for right. gospel. You, you, got, you got to have that. You got to be willing to be up there for that long and have enough breath control. Know how to move I thank God for that. A lot of people don't understand if it was necessary, you know? Right. But they don't. They don't understand that discipline. But I'm I'm proud of him for doing it, even up until he was retired. I mean, you know, it was needed for a lot of the artists because you gotta understand. You think you think when you go out there to perform your album that that's all you do is each song per song. That's all you're doing. No, if somebody catches the spirit, you have got to be able to. Um, let that person be in the spirit for that time and come back to that song, try to compete and start your next single. And I think a lot of new artists, no one ever told them that. They didn't, they didn't get that. That's why a lot of people didn't make it very far. <laughs> you got to understand all of that from art. And that's what I mean. I want to be an artist. 
Uh, if you're listening on the link and you uh, got off the phone, um, you can just get back in by calling us at 516-387-1219. Um, Anthony, thank you for the interview. Uh, we're going to get ready to get back and get to the topic. Um, Ebony, um, if, if you don't mind, uh, we would like to have you on, uh, like we have all the guests, uh, you know, to participate in the uh, actual uh, uh, topic that we have on the show. However, since the, the phone quality is uh, kind of, you know, going in and out, if you don't mind, um, we'd like to have you still, uh, if you can mute the phone um, and then unmute it when, when you want to add, add a comment and then, and then mute it back, if, if you don't mind. Okay. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let's see if that works. Because uh, earlier. Hello. Yes. Okay. Um. Thank you for that, Anthony. Um, and like I said, when you want to join back in with the topic, just uh, unmute it. Speak and then mute it back, and then we'll just kind of do go from there. That that may uh, cut it down. Um, now we're gonna open up the phone lines. Uh, all you have to do is press one if you're streaming from your phone. If you're listening in on the link, give us a call at five one six three eight seven one two one nine and press one. And uh, like I said, our, our main topic is interracial dating. Um, you know, I posted up those two photos of of the uh, of the swirl swirling. Uh, the interracial couple in the in the kente cloth that was made in the, the African garb that were made in China um, in the pictures, and a lot of people uh, had to hit that up. So you know, so if you have anything you want to say about that, just press one um, <laughs> and give us a call back if you uh, if you jumped off the phone to get on the link. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Adrian Charles. Uh, hello? Yes, yes. Agent Charles. Now, what yes. is, now, as a, as a therapist, which this has nothing to do with uh, this type of topic, uh, <laughs> I was about to say, but. <laughs> <laughs> it does not, I just have to, uh, what, 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 what are you, what, what is your, what are, what are your thoughts? About interracial dating? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, and not as a therapist. This is just my my personal opinion. I mean, you know, I'm you know I'm all about love. I always start out with that, and I do believe that you know people can date who they want, how they want, whenever they want. Where it becomes complicated is when they when they try to give a reason for it. I think I I I respect people more who who just, you know, who say, well, I'm with this person because I love this person. And not that you have to explain who you're with or who you love, but when you begin explaining it and the explanation is because black women blank or black men blank, it kind of, you know, puts most people in a different space. And I don't think I would, like, if if I dated outside of my race, I wouldn't. I don't think I could date someone of another race and they say, oh, I want to date you because white women blank, you know, or Asian women blank. Like, I would feel, you know, as they say, some type of way because you're just dating me because I'm not that, because of your dislike for whatever reason. Yeah. 
particular, you know, I, yeah, but, you know, do as, do as you will, do as you please. I prefer, you know, my brothers, my black brothers, strong brothers. <laughs> yes. Um, and as Jill Scott says, I love you. So, yeah, that's, that's where I'm with, I am with it. But again, it's everybody. And I do have, you know, I have some white friends. Um, I think we discussed this one time. I don't know if I even shared these stories. But one one guy, when I was in the military, lived down the hall with me, white male. We used to hang together all the time. And I used to get flat from different black males who were like, how are you dating him, this, that, and the other. I wasn't dating him. He was dating this black chick upstairs. But just because we hung out together, they just assumed. And my thing was, you've not asked me out for a date, so what does it matter what I'm doing? <laughs> it wasn't, you know, my answer wasn't, oh, black man is black man. It was, you have not asked me out for a date. So why 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 is it your issue? Why does it matter who I'm dating? Because apparently you've not stepped up to say anything. And if I was dating him, that's my business. And I also had a black male lived across the hall from me, and he was dating a white female. And he was like, why do black women have an issue? And I was like, I don't have an issue. I said, and just like I told the black males, the next time they, you know, feel they need to interject in your relationship and what's going on, ask them they're going to give you some. Like, that's that's just what it is. Like, are you going to date me? Are you going to be with me? If not, leave me alone. Let me be happy and going about my way, going about my business yeah. with who I'm with. So that's my thing. Don't, yeah. don't interject themselves. Yeah, don't interject yourself in someone else's relationship. And also the people in those relationships don't justify it by, their own race doesn't do blah 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 because that's mm-hmm. really not the reason. That is not the reason. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and if it now, is, now, they protect themselves. But go ahead. <laughs> oh yes. Now I want to add on to what you were saying, uh, Adrian. Uh, you know the point earlier. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. You know, um, I, I don't have anything against interracial dating and people that want to date out of their race. You, you know, um, although I, I, I wish. Uh, we, well, I'll, I'll talk about that later on in the program. But I, but I, I don't. I ultimately don't have a problem with with anybody what they what they who chooses what they choose. But like I said, don't choose just because you say, oh, well, black women like this or or black men. That's why I got to get me a white man. You know, but that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's that's not that's not you know. So uh, <laughs> I, I, right. I don't like that. And then another thing too, like a lot of like you said, Adrian. Like sometimes, like because uh, one time. Uh, back in the day, I shook a white woman's hand, and all these sisters were like, uh-huh, see, look at that, look at that, brother's got, got to get to the white girl. I'm like, I was, I, look, I'm not even, it ain't, no, no, I love sisters. I don't even, it ain't, I mean, like, y'all quit free. And I understand, I understand your pain when you said the guy in the military, you know, y'all was just friends, you don't even mess with him like that. Like, if I if I yeah. look at a white woman for two minutes and ask her where is the right, you know, a black woman will come out the middle of nowhere and, uh, and, and try to and be like, see, look at that, look at him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, come on. You know, we do have to share this planet. I don't, I don't date. But see, what women. y'all are missing, y'all are missing a very important fact. Is unlike like black men, I believe are hypocritical in this. The first thing out mm-hmm. your mouth, white man did it to you. But I see you on my porn. I see you in the street laying down with a white woman and producing children or marrying them. So you can't say the white man doing you wrong when you are living a life with their white women. In the same token, from all the inboxes I've gotten, advice I've given, 
put on my page, talk to folk on my page. It is becoming a war in the sense that now the women are versus the women. The black women are feeling like the white women are taking their men. And um, and the vice versa, the white women feel the same about the black women taking theirs. And it's now becoming a racial war on the women front where it had not been. And now it's becoming one because everybody's trying to look at it from their own point of view. My thing is like this here, like I said, on either side, you can't be hypocritical. You can't have both ways. You can't say that the white man holding you down, but you married to one of their women. Just in the same token, a black man can't say the very same thing, and he married to one of their white women. See, you can't do that. Yet we see it every day in the hypocrisy. Then divorce those women, leave those women alone, and stop taking care of those children or leave those men alone. Nobody's willing to give up their relationship, but you want to still cry that racial cry. And Mm. to me, it's a falsehood because nobody dictates any relationship, period. You do that to yourself. The operative word there is you, that noun. It all comes back to you. All the other means and how your relationship goes and how you produce yourself out there to be relationship material. I saw a post a guy put out there that some people are mattress mates, not marriage material. Hmm. And there were a lot of women that liked it, laughed at it, found it funny. Now, I wanted to say out of my mouth, jackass, but I just laughed at it myself. So I'm thinking to myself, now, if you put yourself in one of those, criteria and you feel like that's funny you say it because the first thing would have been like if it came out of my mouth well damn if he if he approached it in that means what the hell he think about the partner he with now mm. that's why i started posting the things that i post that very day and the person contacted me and got mad i didn't care because my thing was, how can you speak on something and obviously you don't understand the fruit of being in a relationship or what sex follows if you call somebody a mattress mate and not marriage material. And you ain't 21 saying this. You is 52 years old and saying this out your mouth. You are the same age as my husband. Hey, you but know this I is what's coming that. out your mouth, and you think that's presentable to say. Now, there may be some women who fit either or, but that ain't mm-hmm. appropriate for you to put it in that means. See what I'm saying? And then the first thing, the black women yell, if he's dating a white woman, then that's why he went to her because of how he feel. But you laugh at the ignorance out of his mouth. I commented on it. He didn't like what I now, said and inboxed me. Now, now let me. I, I want to. I want to add add to it. Add to this too by saying um, one thing. You know, speaking of the hypocrisy, uh, Barbara, is that some of these guys who say, um, you know what, you know, I don't like the. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I even before I even say what I'm going to say, this, this sound effect <laughs> goes right along with it that I'm about to play right here. This sound effect right here. Yeah. Now wait a minute, girl. You know those, you know those, those chives, and they be rolling their neck and, and be smacking their mm. lips and, and, and doing all stuff. See, some brothers be like, see, I don't want a sister that be rolling her neck and wagging her finger and saying child and all stuff like that. And then this is what they do. They go get a white woman to roll her neck and say child and all that stuff too. Oh, okay, right. so I don't get it. So you don't, yeah, want a, right. you don't want a sister that roll her neck and be sassy, but then you get a white woman that roll her neck and be sassy. If you want the real, if you, if you want, if you, you might as well get the real, real thing. 
And, and another thing, too, it's kind of like uh, those black women that be wearing uh, uh, blonde lace wigs and blue eye contact. If, if a guy gets mm-hmm. a white you might as well just get a white woman. So uh, y'all stop trying to be each other. But, you know, I will, I will honestly say right. that. <laughs> you know, when I was uh, younger, a sweet, tender, a sweet, tender, 29, 30-something-year-old man a couple of years ago, I did say, I did go through a, a, a thing with a, a, a lot of sisters. And I never said I, I wanted white women. And I never said that. But I, at uh-huh. one point I was like, you know what, I don't like the neck-rolling sisters, the sisters that roll their neck and put their finger all on my face and all that stuff like that. So I'm, a, I'm you know what, I'm going to just keep searching until I find the ones that don't roll their neck at me. <laughs> and then I found right. those, and then them didn't make me happy. But it's all good, though. Exactly. But you know, but I will... do realize, remember back in the day, my grandma used to always say that old Indian woman was just knowledgeable for no education. I love her to death. God rest her soul. She used to say that it was taught to black men, mostly, that if they saddled themselves with a white woman, that it would make their status better in society, whether it was a light-skinned black man or a dark-skinned one. Some guys still follow that tradition today. And their lives are even worse than what it been had it been with the most hood rat, hood wink, down and dirty, black woman, possible even country. Their lives would have been worse than they would have been with me. So, you know, a lot of this stuff is old gimmicks that were taught to them or, you know, I don't, I don't know, old cliches that they thought would work. And it's not. It doesn't matter who's beside you. If they ain't for you, it is, it is a waste of time, period. It doesn't matter. She could be white, green, blue, uh, black, or whatever. Whoever beside you, if they're not for you, it's a waste of time. They're with you, mm-hmm. but they're not for you. So, you know, I mean, there are a lot of old legends that need to be just stomped into the ground and murdered. That's what it is. Because And a lot of these guys are following that ignorant shit. They're following it and really believe that that's how they need to live, live their lives, and a lot of them will come up with bad situations, bad scenarios. And, I mean, you know, for me personally, I don't care about who you date, no matter what color, because I'm black and Indian. It doesn't matter to me at all, but I get tired of hearing the hypocrisy being said with interracial dating. I get tired of it. Or the women who keep coming to me because they men left them for another colored woman. The first thing I, my mouth, I say, which about nine people left my page yesterday for me saying it. First thing I said was, what did you do to make him leave? Because can't no woman take what you have put so much into if you're doing it right. And they go, you can't say that because that's not true. Hell, I can't say it. I've been married 18 years, your point. Can't nobody yeah, yeah. take time in two. If you doing it right, I don't you y'all know how many asses have thrown themselves at being. Hmm. Even even at his age and how many times he's called me and said, Babe, this chick can try some mess. And to get out of hand completely, he'll stop me from wherever I'm at working and have me come and handle it. See, that's a relationship. You feel me? So for them telling mm-hmm. me that mess about I can't speak on it, yes, I can. If you put good time into something and a man know you right about it and you upfront and honest and going to stay that way, and I'm consistent, speak on it, Adrian. You know as a psychologist, uh, being consistent is one of the main nitpicking mm-hmm. factors in a man. 
This mm-hmm. is a consistent woman, not one constantly all over the place and complacent. They want consistency. So I mm-hmm. ain't broke and my that- stride in 18 years, so I can speak on it. That's how I know can't nobody take from you what you work hard and put time into if you're doing it right. So first thing I ask some of the women, what are you doing? Did you come at him one way and now you act like you can change your step and think he ain't noticed or going to put up with it? Think you mad with me. Like I said, nine folk left my page. That's your business. You ain't learned nothing. Mm-hmm. And if you'll be one more year without a man, and unless God come get me, I'll be in my 19th year with man. How about that? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's just yeah. a lot of things everybody want to say but don't want to learn. I mean, I, I can't put it no other way. Oh, yeah. Now, you know, also, I just, this was bubbling in my head. I just want to say this, too. Uh, before we go to the break, I just want to say this, and, and you know, uh, some of the black women who like to get down with the swirl and like to get them, go get them a white boy, you know, they, you know, so when they reject some brothers, they say, oh, he's corny, he's lame, this brother is lame, he ain't got no swag. And then they think a white guy that ain't got no swag. So how come the white mm-hmm. boy is allowed to not have swag, but the black guy has to be swagged out, like, you know, like, like why? Why, why? why swag standard gets to get pushed down? It's like, oh, well, he's a white boy. I'll accept him having no swag. But you, sir, <laughs> you, nigga, you got to have swag if you want to talk to me, brother. So it, 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 I, I, don't understand, I don't understand this world. It confuses me. Mm-hmm. Like, and you probably won't. And then speaking of swag, for some reason, a lot of a lot of people that meet me and know me or whatever think that I should be with the white guy. I don't know why, but I was I was working at a job, and I wasn't married. I was dating my soon-to-be then-husband, but now ex-husband. <laughs> and, like, after we got married, I brought pictures into work and everything, and then um, <laughs> this white girl was like, oh, I thought your husband would be white. I was like, yeah. why? <laughs> and it's because I don't apparently fit the typical mold of a black woman and I'm like what is that I mean she didn't say that but I knew what she was getting at because I listen to my pop music I you know I eat mayo like stuff that they say black people are not supposed to do I do a lot of and so I mean I do yeah I don't roll my neck a lot but and I do find it difficult for me in dating to find a black man that I am compatible with because because of who I am, I mean, I am mm-hmm. just who I am. But I mean, I, I need to find like a. Um, me and my son decided I'm gonna have to go to like Europe or Africa to find a type. Girl, of you need to stop that black drama. Man I can't I roll my neck because I don't have a neck, and I've been the cause of spasms from <laughs> you. <laughs> right, and I don't have. I don't. I don't, have, I don't going to the ones we got, so I don't do the neck rolling. Or finger point, because exactly. if you break my nail, I'm going to beat your ass. It's as simple as that. I just have my nails to grow. Right. So I don't do finger point. I don't do any of that. Right. So it's, it's crazy how people think you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to act to be with somebody. And I don't I do not do any of that. I'm not stressing. I'm not cursing you out. I don't have that kind of time in my life. But why don't you break huh? up psychology? Why don't you break up your psychology and just hold a mirror in front of them? That's all you got yeah. to do. You know that because the mirror shows I know, but everything. they got to pay me. I don't bring yeah. out psychology unless I'm getting paid. Uh, well, why can't you just give that little neat bit of advice? <laughs> <laughs> just carry around a Dollar Tree mirror. Girl, every time somebody say something stupid, carry around a Dollar Tree mirror and present it to them. 
Archer, is there anything you want to say uh, right quick to add into it? I know you've been been quiet. Uh, you know, I know you had the phone muted, like you know, um, like we talked about, which is which is great. But you know, we definitely do. You know, would like your input. Um, we're gonna go back at ten. Is there anything you want to say right quick before we go to the break? Okay. Um, well, definitely, uh, Ebony Archer, if you if you can hear me, um, when we come back from break uh, after the segments, you you definitely welcome to, you know, let us know. You know, well, you know what you think about the uh, topics that have been presented. Um, all the people listening in now, um, you're welcome to press one. Don't just listen to us. <laughs> you know, join in. Press one after the break. We'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone, just I mean, streaming from the link, just call us at five one six three eight seven one two one nine. You're listening to Blacktopia presents Roundtable Talk Radio with uh, Bob the Country Cleaning Lady, some guy named Jay, and Adrian Charleston, and. Uh, We'll be right back. We're going to play the song again from Ebony Archer, the same song we played at the beginning. So if you didn't get a chance to hear it, you'll get a chance to hear it now. Um, I don't I don't know why. Uh, it's, uh, okay, where, where? Yeah, that's what we're going to play once it, uh, <laughs> once it cooperates. All right, here we go. Ain't nobody from Ebony Archer. Love me. 
This is Tanisha J. Blanton, also known as The Body, one of the models featured in Blacktopia. I'm here to let you know that the 2017 Blacktopia Beauty Model Calendar is here and ready for you to order. You can purchase the calendar at www.zazzle.com forward slash product on demand. That's product with no S. On demand at Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com. The proceeds from the calendar sales will go to the Brianna Banner Ladybug Society, a non-for-profit organization dedicated to mentoring young girls. Again, purchase the 2017 Blacktopia Beauty Model Calendar at Zazzle.com's Product On Demand store. And thank you very much. I am in pen heaven. I committed suicide in an inkwell. Poetry breathed life back into my soul. My words are my witnesses, written into existence. My pen leaves smoke trails of ink. As I write through the lines of this paper, the air filled with smoke, smelling only of my ink vapor. This is Tammy S. Thomas, and you just heard a poem called Ink's Heaven out of my new poetry book, Emotional Soul of a Poetess. And you can buy my book on Amazon.com. Greetings, everyone. My name is Nikki Brown, and I am the owner and founder of Circa 2009, a quality, all-natural powder company that meets all of your needs. You can find us online at www.circa2009.com. www.circa2009.com. Look forward to seeing you soon. Bye. Yeah, what's up? It's your girl, Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Oh, Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Hit me up. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me. I can call you. 937-287-0736. Or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com. Or we could do a three-way call. What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the front Hit me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, with God, all things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you're saying I got to do is drink this tea, and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. 
What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And girl, you can lose the weight and keep them curves too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes Tea from CurvyButtHealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. All right. You're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio. You're still listening to it. Uh, with your host, Bob of the Country Green Lynn, Adrian Charles from the Butterfly, and some guy named Jay, the, the moderator. So... Um, we do the old church lady announcements around this time, and uh, and instead of me doing the uh, the usual uh, what I usually do, and that's plug all the stuff that you should go check out. Since we're talking about interracial dating, and there's something in the uh, chat room that we have on Facebook that actually inspired me to say this, say something else instead. And this is what I'm going to say, and I'm going to I don't have it written down, so uh, I'm, I'm trying not to ramble, Adrian. I know we got to. Keep the time moving. Um, uh, before I even get into my uh, ramble, I mean uh, monologue, I want to say that um, we apologize for the for the for the tech issues and things earlier in the show. So uh, thank you for rocking with us. Um, you know, shout out to you all. Thank you for listening. All right, now I want to say this about black women. If you're listening up, this is me, some guy named Jay. I want to say, and this is how I feel, and I don't know this gets said enough. Uh, because you know, um, mainstream media is is uh, controlled by uh, the not black people, <laughs> uh, and so they don't put a lot of our uh, images up there. At least they don't, you know, they they put us in the image that they would like us to be instead of what we actually are. Um, and so when you're looking at the TV and you're looking at the this and you're looking at the that, you don't really get to, you know, you don't, we don't really see too much of uh, us, especially our women, represented. Very well in those media outlets, uh, and I'm not even talking about the net rolls because I can go outside and see that. But I'm talking about the black beauty, black beauty. We don't see that uh, because they don't know what black beauty is, and to the point where they show us what we what they think we should think black beauty is, and then we think we should emulate that. Um, well, black women think they should emulate that, and I want to say, no, the hell you don't. Black women are beautiful. The way they are, you know, I, I love black women who actually look like black women. And I'm talking about your natural hair, the way it comes naturally, you know, with afros and twists and, and, and dreads and all those things, things that sisters have, you know, not not these blonde lace wigs and stuff. And I'm not knocking, you know, I'm not, well, I don't want to knock you all. Everybody got their own struggle, you know, I don't, you know, or got their own, you know, but you don't have to feel like you need to emulate a white woman to feel beautiful. You don't. You don't need blue eye contact. You don't need no fake yakky wacky tacky going down your back. You don't need that you don't need to I love black women's lips. They're full. I love black women's hips. I love their skin. I love how they I love the way they move. I love the way they talk. I love the way they sound. I love black women for being black women. And I know I said something about neck rollers, but I even I even like I like that too. Doesn't and, and sometimes you got to experience what you what you got to experience that to know you don't want to need that in your life. But anyway, still, 
you know, black women, own your blackness. Who told you to hate your hair? Who told you to hate your skin? Stop with this skin-bleaching bullshit. Stop with this lightening up bullshit. Stop with all these uh, the, these hair that don't belong to you. And, and, and you know what? You can't blame it on the men. You can't say that, oh, well, it's because, you know, we're doing it for the men. Uh, listen, because I've actually said this in Blacktopia, and a lot of other black men in Blacktopia even have mirrored this uh, sentiment, and they say, no, the hell we don't. Nobody asked you to put that perm shit in your hair and put on these blue eye contacts, but then you guys will defend wearing it. You guys will defend it. So let me get this straight. If you say that you're doing it for us and we're saying, no, we don't like that, we like your natural beauty, then you need to listen to what's actually coming out of our mouths and not what you're assuming because the white man on television is telling you that's how you're supposed to look. No. Now, I, I, I'm sorry that there's not a, a, a lot of mainstream uh, uh, you know, media outlets controlled by black people, and, and the ones that are, they have to be, uh, you know, they have to do it the way the white man wants it, which is why I don't really watch TV. That's one of the many reasons why I don't watch TV and all that other shit. Uh, I look at YouTube, I can, so I can look exact, exactly what I want to see, you know, which is sometimes often beautiful black women. Um, that's another reason why I created Blacktopia. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's, uh, it's its own media. And one of the reasons. I started so I can promote black beauty, even though I haven't had the chance or opportunities to do that other than the calendar and other than the uh, the, uh, the black beauty pageant that we had two years ago that didn't work out. But uh, but that's one of the things I, I do this. I want to promote black beauty and, uh, and the way that it should actually be. And black women, love yourselves. Uh, take care of yourselves. Don't, don't, this chemical shit and all this bullshit and, Stop that. Stop it. All right? Stop trying to look like the white woman on TV. All right? And uh, and that's my, uh, what's the name of this segment? Oh, church lady announcement. Uh, let me get a hand clap for myself. Baby. Thank you, Miss Marie Jones. That's not what I asked for. Hand clap. <laughs> I apologize for my outburst. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Adrian Charleston, where you at? Hey, I'm here. It seemed like you did you, you did my butterfly flow segment. I thought I was done. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, well, well thank you. I, I'm glad it sounded good to you. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to help. I was ready. No, it it was great. It was empowering. It was from the heart. It was about how you feel about black beauty. And I mean, sometimes we don't hear that enough from from men, from black men, to just let people know that who you are is enough. And when you're trying to be someone else, it's not, you know, it's not genuine. Most men, they, I mean, they'll date the the fakeness and do all this other stuff, but they really want to know you. They want to know who you are inside and out, and you don't have to do all this other stuff. And this is not my butterfly flow, but I'm going to say this real quick just because, it's on my mind now that you say it. Like, I just read another article just today of someone dying from getting butt injections. You know, like, when is this going to stop? When are we going to just – it was a black woman. So, and it's like, I don't know, it just, it just, you know, it 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 warms my heart to see one being naturally who they are and living in their life and being them. And it just hurts me when people are trying to be someone else and – 
Yeah, I had a client one time who swore up and down she was Nicki Minaj. She wanted to be a Barbie so bad. And by the time I finished with her, I started seeing her with no makeup and coming into herself. And it was just a magical thing. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you didn't mention about the sound, so you're not finished with your portion. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, uh, I did. I actually apologize for the uh, for the sound. I said tech issues to kind of mask it overall. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, okay, I didn't mean Oh, okay. Yeah, we All right. Well, I'll go ahead and uh, <laughs> I'll go ahead and get started with butterfly flow. Um, hey everybody, this is Adrian Charleston with um, Blacktopia Roundtable Talk presents um, Butterfly Flow, and today I want to talk about um, the fairness of love. You know, there are all these things that you know, sayings that people say that love isn't fair and all is fair and love and war, and in actuality. Love does what it does And love is what it is And what makes it unfair is how people use it And that's the part That we need to to Look at because Love is, is pure and true But once People get a hold of it And because a lot of people don't understand it It ends up being used In a, in a bad way And for us to be able to Change that sometimes we just have to Live in love and let it be Take that feeling in and allow it to do What it's going to do Instead of allowing the people who do it Do with it what they do with it And a lot of people don't understand that Because someone That loves you Are not going to intentionally hurt you And I say intentional Because sometimes it happens Even though they're not trying to hurt you They're just You know doing what they do And Love is 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 a feeling. It's not uh, it's not always an action. And people want, and then sometimes the actions behind love or people doing things for love that gets things messed up. Instead of allowing the feeling to flow, they want to put actions behind it. And the action of love is not how much stuff you can buy me. It's not, you know. People say if they they don't hit me, they don't love me. That's not love either. Like, love is not an action word. <laughs> love is a feeling. So I just want to let everybody out there know that love is fair. Love is pure. Love is true. It's the people behind it, and just be careful of how, how they treat it, and be careful of how you treat it as well. It's not all about how other people treat it. It's how you treat it as well. And if you treat it as true and pure and as the feeling that it is, I think you will go a lot further. And if you take onus of your love and who you love and how you treat love, it'll go on to the next person, and then hopefully we'll have a world full of love. <laughs> so thank you. This is Butterfly Slow with Adrian Charleston, and love is fair. Oh yes, and I also want to let the listeners know. Uh, this is I've been inboxed a, a few times in the past recent uh, weeks. Uh, the segments that you hear on the show, Butterfly Flow and Old Church Lady Announcements, aren't the the main topic. So if you if you if if you didn't you know um you know if you if you're listening to me plug something on Old Church Lady Announcement, you're not obligated to, to when you press one to to actually talk about what I said. And, uh, the old church lady, excuse me, to old church lady, unless you want to. The same thing with uh, butterfly flow <laughs> as well. That, that's a that's a stand alone segment as well. Stand alone segment as well. So uh, if, if if we're talking about butterfly flow for the moment, that's 
what it is, uh, you know, especially if we're talking about black businesses and you're like, okay, but I, you know, she's talking about mental health in this particular thing, but I want to talk about the black business. No, 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 you can. So press one. Don't, don't let yeah. what you hear in the present dictate what we're going to talk about. So please don't just definitely press one and we'll bring you on. All right. I want to let you all know that. Um, and, and definitely agent Charleston, thank you for the butterfly flow. Uh, yes, and if you want to talk about the butterfly flow, you can do that too. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Either or, either or. All right, so let's uh, let's bring on some calls. Uh, like I yes. said, press one. Um, <laughs> and for anybody that uh, got off the phone and got on the link, give us a call at five one six three eight seven one two one nine and press one. Uh, it will bring you on. All right, we have a caller in the queue, and I believe I know who this is, but I want to let her tell me, just in case I'm wrong and it's not who I think it is. Caller in the 919441, you're on the air. Who is this? Yeah, yeah, Jay, it's me. It's Akria. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Put some respect on my name. (laughs) Hey. Y'all understand me? Y'all saying my name, put some respect on it. Um, I, I, and thank you for the butterfly love. I, I thought that was beautiful. Um, but I was actually calling in about the the previous topic, uh, which was yes. interracial dating and marriage. Um, I think what a lot of people misunderstand is that there are so many dynamics to interracial relationships. Um, oftentimes, if we're honest about it, the motives are disingenuous and the validations are not intellectually um, honest. They're just not. Um, what I what I found in my experience is that the most honest relationships are the ones who truly fell in love with someone whose color just happened to be versus coveting mm-hmm. a, a specific color and then hoping that you can find some kind of commonality, commonality and love within that color range. Um, mm-hmm. And if, if we if we do take a very close look at our community, there is internal racism, there's colorism, there's featureism, there's self hate, there's so many darn dynamics. And this is a really hot topic for me. Um, I saw uh, Dr. Umar's video on the Breakfast Club, just like m- most people did. Um, and if you didn't, uh, his primary point was y- y- our inability to be pro-black while sleeping white. Um, and mm. to a de- to a degree. I agree, and I think that my perspective would be slightly different if we had our infrastructure in place, but we don't. We simply do not. Mm. So um, I, I'll admit, I, I, are, I, I interracially date. I sure do, and I interracially marry. I, I certainly did, and I have not dated a black man in over 20 years. I will admit that in a heartbeat. Mm. Um, however, <laughs> that being said, however, I think the dynamic overseas is a little bit different than it is here in the U.S., and yes. that was my experience. Yes. When, when I, so when you said you need to go to Africa or go to Europe, girlfriend, go. <laughs> go. Yeah, I mean, you, you, will, you will find yourself some really – and that's not to say that there are not decent men here in the U.S., but um, what I also did now that I'm newly single is I, I joined a, a black singles group. And I won't lie, it's horrible the way people mm. tear each other down. Um, mm. I'm really surprised. I'm absolutely surprised at the amount of hurt and the amount of hate that we fling around with one another. So there's a lot of repair that needs to be done. There's a lot, a lot of self-evaluation. There's a lot of self-accountability. Mm-hmm. And it does not feel as if anyone is really going to go ahead and step up to the plate in, in those areas. Um, the way that I feel about it is this. I don't care who someone dates. And, yes, I am pro-black. I come mm-hmm. here off and everything, and, and I dropped <laughs> all of my – I dropped all of my little love interests, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't go there anymore, man." You know, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to work on my community first. Um, and I do mm-hmm. think that it, it's, it's a, a part of it is dedication to your community, 
Um, a part of it is just being really, really honest when you look around at the world today, how we're treated, where we want to go as a society. And then if you happen to fall in love with somebody and they're not your skin tone, so be it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think that there's the need to validate your decision by bashing your own race or to allow your partner who might be of a different race or color to bash the women that share your race. And that's the part that really, really disgusted me. Um, I used Mm -hmm. to, I I actually used to admin like an IR group and I quickly dropped that group because I was sick and tired of seeing little bubbly kids with wavy hair and light skin and bright eyes and everyone cooing and gooing over it. I'm like, is that really why you want to IR date? Um, Mm. It, it was it was horrible. When I say it was horrible, it was absolutely horrible. I mean, to the point I opened yeah. up my own group and I said, no, this is just a, a mod podge of people. Color is a non-issue. Let's just get to know people as human beings. So I tried the open-minded approach and being really cultural about it because that's the way I grew up. That too mm-hmm. did not work. Um, I think there's a certain mindset and a certain sickness and a certain disease within our own community that we really have to fix first before we start building the wealth and promoting other cultures and other races. I think we've done that enough, and look where it's got us. That's just my opinion. Yeah. And I have a question for you, because I know you you may have the same issue that I have. Do you Do you have issues dating black men? Like, do they see you different, or once you start dating them, and they want to do the, and I hate to be stereotypical, but I mean it just kind of is like when they it. want to go out eat chicken wings and listen to trap music. Like <laughs> I, I don't so like silly. that. Like I I want to go. <laughs> I want to eat some uh, <laughs> right. I want to eat some Chilean sea bass. I want to listen to some pop music. I want to walk in the rose garden. Like I want to do those type of things, but they look at me like, what do you, what do you, are you not black? I'm like, what do exactly. you mean? Yeah, I did. I got the same exact thing. And and not and when I, when I first came to the U.S., it, it was so bad that I, I tried to change myself to conform. Um, I felt like there was a certain box that I was supposed to fit in. I wasn't supposed to like classical music. I wasn't supposed to like heavy metal. Um, I wasn't supposed to be a vegetarian. Yeah, I mean, you, you name it, I wasn't supposed to fit in those different categories. No skydiving, no rock climbing, anything, no canoeing or camping. Um, yeah, so yes, absolutely. I, I, I did find that there was a certain um there was a certain behavior or certain habits or even certain passions that people feel like you should have. And I'm in the South. Mm-hmm. The South is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so mm-hmm. dark because, because there's so many things that I'm not attracted to in terms of personalities yes. and behaviors and styles yes. and even language. Um, so yes, I do I do find that that is a challenge, but I think that's more geography than it is skin color. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think yeah. the mindset is geography and not skin color. So I think there's, there's definitely hope right. for, for black men. I was just telling somebody in the group today, I was like, you know, I don't like this. I, I this, is so, mm. this is such poison. It's poison for my spirit. Um, and that was right mm. after me watching some video about how black women hate their children. Um, oh, I, mean, the, I mean, those are the kinds of conversation, the conversations and the topics that go on in, in these. And this is supposed to be like a pro-black singles group. And I'm like, ah, I thought I was going to feel love. Yeah. Um, and right. I've, I've never felt I've never felt anything except the opposite. So yeah, I do. I, I've experienced that. I still experience it. Most black men mm-hmm. who do approach me, um, they they like the shell, but as soon as I open yeah. my mouth and we start having conversations, yeah. it's like, yeah, no, we can't talk about that. Well, let's talk about the Bible. Oh, let's talk about the Bible. I love theology, and let's compare it with this belief and this belief, and, and that's a whole cup of yeah. you know another can of worms. 
Um, yes. I, I, and I won't, I won't say that um, there's no intellectual challenge. What I will say is it just it, it doesn't cross-pollinate with what I'm interested mm-hmm. in oftentimes, exactly. and I find that as a hindrance. And then, of course, yes, you know, who do you think you are? Well, you know, you should be with someone white. I'm like, <laughs> I've got right. my inbox now. But, um, you know, <laughs> uh, it is it, it's very frustrating because in your heart of heart and your spirit of spirit, you want to do the right thing, but it's almost as if you're being pushed away. I don't, I don't think people realize that as a black woman, we are the most marginalized, unsupported, mm-hmm. unprotected, you know, uh, demographic that mm-hmm. there is out there. Um, and it, it, it is, there's a little bit of despair. Um, I think it's going to take a strong spirit, a strong body of women to go ahead and rise above it. But the black men have got, they've got a group together and start supporting us a little bit more, and that's the part I'm seeing that's missing. Uh, We bleed for them, we cry for them, we march for them, we yell for them. We're still there for them, Um, but I don't think Mm -hmm. that they feel as if we're there for them. Um, And Mm -hmm. the type of support that I hear they want is not, in my opinion, substantial. So I I, Mm -hmm. I don't think that, you know, making babies and and holding you down when you don't want to work and things of that nature, and I know that's stereotypical, but I'm getting that in the group also. Um, Because it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're not going to be my ride and die when I'm down, then you don't deserve me when I'm up. I'm like, yeah, but no, that doesn't mean you're unemployed for five years. (laughs) You see where I'm coming from. Um, So, I I, I mean, it's going to take hard conversations and a bit of self-reflection, which people do not Mm -hmm. want to do, and a whole heck of a lot of honesty. But I do think that it's possible. We just need to work on our own community first is all I'm saying. Let's build us up, and then once we build us up, go ahead and and, and date out and do all you want to do. But we can't afford it right now. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Vicky, now we're gonna we gotta take another call, but here's what I want to do. Uh, our guest uh, had to drop off, and um, you know, since it's just uh, us three hosts, uh, Vicky, I'd like to have you uh, stay on if you want to chill with us a little longer. If that's fine, would you like to? Yeah, I love y'all's conversation. Good, good. We're gonna take another call, and before I actually take the call, I just want to throw one of my things in there, too, where you're talking about uh, how you, uh, ladies, say it's hard sometimes to find a black man because of the type of interest that you have, and um, and mm-hmm. I actually, uh, all through my decades of uh, living um, and phases of my dating experiences, I've actually had been, been that's been my experience, too. Uh, uh, I, I'm kind of an unconventional, thinking, uh, weird black guy, and <laughs> not, and not Saying that you women are, but I'm just saying that as for as for Jay, uh, even even the even the people who think outside the box think I'm weird, but <laughs> but it's cool though. It's me, you know, Bill's character. But um, you know, I, one time I I talked to a woman early, you know, dating a long time ago. I was like, hey, uh, you know, I want to go fishing, and she looked at me, go fishing? What the fuck kind of date you want to go on? And I'm like. So I, I, uh, but uh, I'm glad with Blacktopia, I'm finding more people in my tribe <laughs> that, that, right. that, that uh, like the same kind of books I like and the same kind of media and the same kind of uh, ideas and thoughts. And, and that's the beauty of the Internet, because I think if it wasn't for the Internet, I think I'd, I'd, go, I'd just kind of be wandering around going, uh, what, 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 I'd feel like an alien here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, uh, feeling like you're alone yeah. out there in the world. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't feel alone because two people in my head. Gemini, yeah, but um, that's right. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let me go ahead and uh, bring on this next caller. Caller in the okay. All right, here we go. Caller in the three one three three five two. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, what's going on, Ja? Hey, Ja. 
Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Baby. Is Marie on here too? Wow. Yes, Miss No, that's just her sound effect. Oh. oh, okay. Um, yeah, I have some interesting um, topics going on tonight, and I just wanted to share my um, share my little um, my little two cents on it. You know, um, I don't, I don't, um, I don't date outside my race. Uh, I have uh, too much race pride. You might even say I'm a little bit of, I'm a little bit racist. Um, I've been, I've grown up to, um, I've grown up to be taught that. Um, having race pride is not a problem. Having um, so much race pride to the point where you down other races is a problem. So um, I do have a lot of race pride. The uh, the thing about uh, dating outside of your race for me, uh, I, I just I just personally I just I just feel like any anything that I want in any type of woman, whether it's um, skin color, character, personality, whatever, I can find it in a black woman. So I don't need to look outside of the black woman for anything I'm looking for and she can supply all that I need. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't do it. But on the flip side of that, I don't I also encourage people not to place boundaries on love because love has no color. Uh so if you if you can find what it is you're looking for that makes you happy in love outside of um outside of your race, so be it, you know. Pursue it, you know, enjoy it, um, but don't let, I just encourage women and men to not let bad relationships within their own race dictate or determine uh, how they uh, treat men or women within their own race. Meaning, you know, and I hear it a lot, I hear it a lot when I go around speaking and everything, you know, niggas ain't shit. And all this, you know, everybody, every guy, every black guy I don't met, you know, acted this way and acted that way and, for that reason alone, they choose to go outside of their race, you know, because of what what happened. You you you, you women know the stories. You you heard it. You know you know the reasons. You know my thing is there have been a lot of um, successful uh, supporters of the black cause, men and women, who um, dated and even married outside of their race and did a lot for the um, black community, black and white. You know, um, offhand I can just think of. Um, the young lady who spoke before me talking about Umar, you know, and Umar's claims that he's related to Frederick Douglass and everything. Well, think about what Frederick Douglass did. He dated, he married outside of his race. That mm-hmm. didn't stop him from being a supporter, a real avid supporter of the black movement. Um, we can even go so yeah. far. We don't even have to go as, as far back as Frederick Douglass. We can, we can go to, um, I don't know if anybody know anything about Abraham Lincoln and the cabinet that he led, but within Abraham Lincoln cabinet was um, a Republican named um, Theodore Stevens, I think it was. And Theodore yes. Stevens, yeah, so Theodore Stevens was um very, very um, avid leader of the, of, the, um, of trying to, uh, trying to um, end abolish slavery. You know, that's to say that mm-hmm. he was trying to abolish slavery he was trying to get rid of it. He was trying to do everything to support the advancement of black people. And he was a white man, white Republican, married to a black woman. Um, yes, I think he was. That Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones played him in the, um, in the movie mm-hmm. Lincoln. So, you know, there has always in history been um, supportive cases of men and women who have 
um, found love outside of their race, yet never stopped being a supporter uh, of their race. So I, you know, I I I, I do support I do support um, love in all in all in all forms. I do support that love shouldn't have any boundaries. You know, just personally, for my personal choice, I wouldn't go outside of my, uh, you know, no, you know, the black woman. And uh, I guess that's my two cents. I wanted to touch on something you said, Jay, but um, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm gonna touch on, I'm gonna touch on it real quick. I don't, I don't necessarily think that um, women who choose to um, enhance themselves are trying to always be somebody else or be another race. Now, now. If you read my post and everything, I, I've always spoken up about women should embrace who they are. But I've also supported women on uh, on their choice and their decisions to enhance themselves to make themselves more attractive in their eyes. They don't necessarily have to be trying to be like the white woman, or they don't necessarily have to be doing anything for us. They can just be doing it for them. I know no, Okay, I got to just, stop you. Excuse me. Vicky, I don't think oh, it's me. Hold on a minute. Don't you have to stop me? Don't stop me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be finished in a minute. In it's not a group. That's rude. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't I, I, stop I, I you. I don't approve because it is for you. Oh, wow. It is for you. Okay. Yeah. Vicky, okay. you ain't right. double XL because the man looks good. And then those hey, look, y'all have a good night because I think that's kind of rude that she's and didn't let me complete my thought just to just to put your thought forth. So I won't. I, I let I let I let you have that, Bob. You can have that. You didn't know what I was about to say. You didn't know what I was getting to. You didn't know what the end of was gonna to get my point across. Okay. Barbara, you know we'll we'll, we'll uh, speak after John. John. No, I think I'll fix that. Okay. John, are you still there? John. Well, well, John, your mic is still open. We have you. Uh, okay. Well, go ahead, Father. Uh, he got a new attitude, so let me let that go. It's good. Well, well, John, your mic is still open. If you if you do want to uh, step in and hello, listen, point, listen, listen, we'll... listen for a minute. Listen for a minute. I, I wasn't. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to be see that that she is again. So I. You know, one thing I one thing I allow people to do. I'm very respectful when I when I voice myself. I have an opinion; they have an opinion. Let me let if I'm if I had a floor, let me finish what I'm saying, and then you can go ahead and rebuttal or whatever. I'm gonna dispute your opinion, but I will not cut nobody off just because my opinion or what I'm saying at that moment differs from your thinking pattern. You know. Second of all, you never let me even finish what I was getting to before you concluded what you thought that I might get to just to express yourself, just to express your opinion, Bob. And that, and I think that's kind of wrong because I wouldn't do it to you. Or, if, or better yet, if somebody did that to you, you would call them out on that, Bob. That's just being honest. You don't know what I was about to say. All you did was hear a little something. You disagreed with it, then you got voices about it. That's, that's you know, that's not... That's not cool. Well, John, you, you well, we'll give you the opportunity to finish the uh, the point. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, Jay. I'm good, Jay. At the end of the day, I'm not. I'm all. I'm all. At the end of the day, all I'm trying to do is support the cause. You know, I'm supporting everything. But again, I do have 
my own personal perspective about things. I call in to express that per- that personal perspective, not to have it knocked down and mid-sentence, but she don't know exactly what my personal perspective was going to end up being. She, she still don't know. She heard something that she didn't agree with, and she ran with it. She cut me off just so she could say what she needed to say. She did that. I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not new. I don't have a new attitude. I'm still the same old John. I still speak my opinion. But one thing I've always been, whether I speak my opinion or not, I've always been respectful of other people's opinions. There has never yeah. been a moment where I've never been disrespectful. For the rest yeah. of those listening, for the rest of those listening, though, um, are you going to give us the opportunity to hear the rest of what you wanted to say? <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. Are you good? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not saying like it's a joke and everything, so I'm good. I'm done in the thing. Well, uh, well, this this is Adrian. I normally value what you have to say, and I like hearing your opinions, I and I love when you I call Adrian. in. I'm not, I'm not, so, Adrian, I'm not directing the issue. I, I, understand, I understand you do. But we would still you like do, to hear what you have to say. I got you on up. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all's show. Stay positive, people. All right. right. Well, keep listening and give us a call next time, too, okay? All right. All right. Talk to you later. All right, John. Thank you for the call. Uh, We're still going to take y'all some claps. Uh, You know, we do appreciate you. And uh, and anytime you you call into the show, you know, uh, know, you're definitely welcome. You know, uh, we, we you know we apologize for that. Um, but uh, just to, just to add on to the point, um, um, Vicky, you 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 actually said you had something to add to what you did get to hear so far, right? Yeah, I I did, I did. I think he was making some really really good points. I do want to point out that uh, Frederick Douglass was married to a black woman for over fifty years, and when he lost her, that's when he went ahead and married out. But that's that's beside the point. I do I do agree that there are successful interracial relationships where the men. Um, are still prominent in their communities. So um, mm-hmm. whether or not people agree with Dr. Umar 100% or not, um, I, I think it's okay to agree, and I also think it's okay to agree to disagree. I'm speaking about in the forefront where that's your focus, where you really focus on building your community, investing in your community, um, because I do also agree that whenever we, we do marry interracially, that does become our focus. I know when I married interracially, my money went in his community. Well, when I raised my child, I raised my child around his community with his views um, and his school systems and things of that nature, right? So, I mean, there, there are caveats to it. Um, the only thing that I would say I would disagree with is the enhancement piece. I think it's one thing to enhance your natural beauty and another thing to look like a completely different person. I think it's one thing to wear a wig or a weave and another thing where 80% of the time we don't know what your real hair looks like. We don't know what your real nose contour looks like. We don't know what your cheeks look like, what your, you know, what your real eye color is. Um, so I, I do think that there's a tendency to go a little bit overboard with the quote-unquote enhancements, and that's what I think the point was, not that women can't wear makeups or be creative with their hair and their style um, for sure. Just don't take it overboard because then it does seem more of a cover-up than it does in conformity than it does uh, anything else. Um, and whoever thinks that women don't, it, whoever thinks women do these things for themselves, whoever, whoever thinks women do these things for themselves are not being honest. 
women want to appeal to men. So if men show us in the early 80s rap videos that, you know, first they like the rump shakers, then they like the long weaves, then they like the lighter, brighter skin, now the videos are all white. If, if men are showing women that these are the features that they like and the behavior that they like, women are going to try to appeal to it. Um, it's, it's that cut and dry. That's the self-accountability part that I was speaking about. Um, whether men want to own it or not, they do lead. And whether women, no matter how feminist they want to be, whether they want to admit it or not, we do follow. Um, so a lot of the trends that you see, whether it be the, the, the lips and the, the backsides and the breasts and the waist centers and the weave down the back and all this nonsense and people sharply contouring their faces so they don't have, Af, you know, African features, we're doing that because the men in our society are showing us that they do like more Anglo feature types. Um, it, it's that simple. Um, so let's be honest about that part of it. And um, that was the only thing I had to add on, on that. But he made some really outstanding points. Um, the only thing that I would encourage is moving forward. That's one person. But if there's a whole audience out there listening, share the knowledge with the people who are listening because I, I feel kind of um, cheated. Well, you know, and, and you finish with your, with your quote? Um, uh, I'm going to say this to you uh, right uh, quick because normally, no, normally, the last time this happened was Elizabeth the Great, and I let y'all say what y'all got to say on stuff. Normally, there is no problem with playing with him, but at this point, I'm done with it. So the next time he calls in for you, you will mute my mic, or I will mute my mic until he's through saying what he has to say because no one interrupted what he said. Normally, he doesn't mind being played with. So I don't know whatever was on his mind this evening, but I am done with him. So if he calls in, you let him say what he got to say because this is your show, but you will mute my mic. Well, Barbara, this is, this is that our was, show. That was uncalled for. So, no, no. So now I'm done. Well, well, y'all can finish saying what y'all are saying. Well, Barbara, before I get to the point, I was going to add on to Vicky's point. Uh, uh, Barbara, you, you know what I mean? We'll, 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 we'll talk. I, I want everybody to talk. You know what I mean? We'll, 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 we'll work through this. I mean, it's all love with everybody. Uh, John Shell. Uh, long time listening to the show. You know we love them. Uh, you know, you know Barbara. You know we love you. You know, I, I, you know, we'll, we'll it'll be, everything will be fine. You know, um, you know, regardless of what happened on the air uh, just a few minutes ago. Um, and and Vicky, I wanted to say too for for you know this is what I said in, in my um my monologue. Uh, you know that I I kind of believe that uh. The, the white mainstream media has kind of conditioned us to think we're supposed to like that. I don't think we naturally do. Like, I know when, when, when women say you do this for the men, we're big enough. I mean, the, those men, because I'm not in that. I'm not, I, don't, I will let you know. You've seen a, a, a resume of the women I've dated. <laughs> they don't, they're not plastic. But, uh, but still, um, I, I believe that the, the, the white that that those media outlets is forcing that up forcing their beauty standards on us and making and, and thinking us that okay, well maybe I'm supposed maybe that's supposed to be beautiful. If you've seen that all as little young black boys are seeing that on television and in magazines all day and not really seeing what a real sister looks like, he's just gonna kinda I think start liking that. And same thing with their sisters, they're gonna start to be insecure. This is my theory on it. I could be I could be wrong but I think I'm right though. It, it, you know, it, it because uh I, I think it's it's, a, it's another form of brainwashing, and I think we fell for it, and we just and we're, we're blaming each other for it, as opposed to what it really is. They've 
put their beauty standard on us and think we need to achieve it. And I say, mm-hmm. hail to the no. That's my opinion. I agree. I agree with that. And I'm just going to make one last rebuttal, and I, I promise I will just shut up. Um, I I don't. Honestly, I don't care what white media is doing. I care about our circle of influence. So if I see that a black man has a platform and has an opportunity and he's not maximized it in order to uplift his own sisters and his own community, that's what I look at. You know, so to a degree, absolutely, we know that communities support one another. I think that's a given. I think that's half of the argument about, you know, interracial dating. It's like, um, you know, everywhere you go, there's going to be a little Italy. There's going to be a, a little China. Um, there's never any little Africa. So we, we already know that the men of certain races and cultures are going to always promote their culture and their women first. Um, that's what I look at. So my thing is if, if, a, if, a, if a man has an opportunity to be in a video or, or to even um, hire uh, another host for a show and things of that nature, why isn't he hiring and featuring a dark chocolate black woman with natural hair and full lips? You know, that's okay. the kind of thing that I look at. And, and to me, it's in spite of what white media is trying to do, right? Well, I want to add to that, Vicki, uh, because it was the year. Uh, you know these rap music videos we see on BET? Guess who owns BET? It's not the black people. You know, all these black magazines, Ebony magazines, they're not owned by black people. It's still them. It's still these things that we think are black made and we're putting their image. No, we're, yeah. they're still putting their images on there. Blacktopia That's is very black true. I, I want to get more dark-skinned women with natural hair to play with me so I can put them on there. But they're, they're, they've been so – they've – been hurt too, and they don't want to do it. I, I meet sisters, dark skinned sisters, dread natural. Hey, you know what? I like it. Nope, I don't want to be shown like that. I want to hide. No, and see, it's, it's like I, 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 I have beautiful black women as, as co hosts on Black Sophie Presents Roundtable Talk Radio. I'm not saying it's all about me, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm, I'm at least I'm, 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 tr- I, 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 I'm trying, I'm trying, just Jay. But uh, but these other <laughs> guys who, who who are getting the light skinned women who are, and no, I'm not trying to knock, I'm not trying to make this a light skinned woman knock too because they're uh we, we've uh they're black I think I think I think I, I think to a degree but I also let's be, if we're honest about it we know that there is a degree of creative um. Uh, freedom and I like everybody else we've seen some of the the casting criteria that a lot of artists put out for what they want in their videos right so there there Mm -hmm. is a measure of of freedom that they're given it's all about self-accountability so whatever you can control that's why I said within your circle of influence whatever you can control control it because at the end of the day we're the ones spending 1.3 you know billion dollars a year right Mm -hmm. so so truly, we have the power, and we do have the voice. We're just not exercising it. Mm-hmm. We're truly not. So anyhow, that was my. I'm sorry, that was my last two cents. So. No, no, Vicky, we we, we still stay on, please, if you can, because we 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 like to have that additional voice. And other callers, if you want to join, if you're streaming from your phone, just press one. If you're uh, if you're on the wing, just give us a call at five one six three eight seven one two one nine. Uh, Ebony Archer, uh, who we had earlier in the show, she left us, but we have Blacktopia, Black, I mean Blacktopian, Vicky Santana on with us, and she's chopping it up with us, Barbara the Country Clean Lady, Adrian Charleston, and myself. So definitely join the discussion. Um, and, and I also want to say, too, Vicky, I want to say, uh, I think the rabbit hole runs really deep. I think the, the, the mm-hmm. black guy 
mm-hmm. does have a, a have an outlet to put black women on and selecting big butt light skinned women with fake hair. I don't even want to really truly blame them like that. It, it is like a deeper, it's a deeper sickness. And I think it's not just that surface that he just don't like sisters. I think he has been, he's been programmed in the Matrix to feel that he needs to do that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I really, mm-hmm. it's almost like I'm sorry for those guys. I don't, I don't want to say, well, they just, they just don't like sisters. It's like, oh, he doesn't know he doesn't like sisters. He's that, it's just that deep. I really think it's beyond. Right. Uh, you, I do believe, I agree with you, Vicky. We do need to get, you know, put our, we need to promote our sisters. But the guys mm-hmm. that aren't doing it, I think that they don't, they've been retarded. They've been, they've been handicapped by this. Yeah, that's what I think, you know? Yeah, and also, I, I, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I also believe that black women need to love themselves more because you know my thing, I always talk about it every single time. You cannot have anybody love you until you love yourself. And sometimes the things that people do are evident of them not loving themselves. And you have, I mean, you have to love, and that goes for black women and black men. Like, you have to love yourself in order to be able to love anyone else properly, regardless of who you decide to love or what race or whatever it is. And once we begin to love ourselves, we will be be able to love each other. And, you know, sometimes that goes into the, you know, the the weirdness of it all. Because <laughs> so deep down there's insecurities and there's, you know, hurt and there's pain and there's all these different things that are preventing some people from loving themselves. And which is why, Jay, you went on your, um, you did your segment about, you know, loving black women the way they are because of some insecurities that some black women can carry with them due to many different reasons in their lives, not, you know, just black men. It could be due to other black women, due to family issues, due to, you know, I don't want to get into all the other stuff, but it's a lot of different reasons why black women can be insecure, and sometimes it comes out when we begin to love and try to love and try to get this thing right, and that's because mm-hmm. it's not starting from self. That's, you know. Yes, and that, and that is your butterfly flow. Let's, let's go ahead and give you another clap <laughs> for that. 2.0. Got a Flaflo remix. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. We do have to. But I, I think a lot of people don't know what, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty myself, don't truly know what self-love yeah. is. How, how could you yeah. say you love yourself if you do things <laughs> that, that do kind of alter yourself in this way? I mean, it, not, enhancement, this is what I call enhancement taking that afro and putting a, a little beret or something in it or some kind of, you know, <laughs> loving it. You know, that's what I call it, loving yourself. But loving yourself is find out how you can be the best you you can be, whether it be spiritually, health, uh, intellectually, and then you feed yourself with those things to better yourself. Uh, and, and so, you know, that's I believe self-love is uh, uh, making better choices in your life. Uh, self-love is... Um, you know, uh, not just indulging in things that make you feel good, because I believe that that kind of hinders you too. You kind of stand in your warm shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but 
I do believe that you have. That's one another show. I'm getting more into that. But uh, <laughs> but I, I believe that self love. When people say you gotta love yourself, they 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 want to uh, pump their fist and say, yeah, I'm single girl and I'm happy. That's not self love no. by itself. No. Uh, you know, self love right. is, is is taking care of yourself. Self love right. is, is, be, is being. Yeah, it's being single and loving the person you see in the mirror, not just I'm single, look at me, I'm confident. No, it's a lot more than, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, it is. It's, it's like it's the road not taken, and it's a hard road. And I don't mm-hmm. think that being single is a disease. Um, I don't think right. it's a struggle. I actually think it's quite darn fun. But it, yeah. it's being content being by yourself and not feeling as if there's a hole. I think the worst thing mm-hmm. in the world is for someone to think that having a partner um, fills a gap. No, there's right. no gap. We're here to, to complement each other's lives, not to complete mm-hmm. each other's lives. And oh, I think they're like yeah. different. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sure. So <laughs> clap on that. That's, that's, that's Vicky. That's, that's the Vicky segment. Vicky's the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, I, that's that's what I you know, and and, and also, uh, women of Blacktopia, if you want to be featured in um in anything, you know, showcasing your black beauty, uh, step up. Let, let's let's do this. Let's mm-hmm. promote it. Um. I, I I I've been reaching out, and I and I got tired of it. <laughs> but if you're listening to this now. Um, even even putting together the beauty model calendar with Denisha J. Blanton, that was I mean, a big big shout out to all the women that participated. But even that was a mission trying to get all those women to to, to even participate. So uh, I mean, mm-hmm. we got to stop talk about uh, black beauty and it needs to be out there. But we don't want to define our black beauty, and we don't want to. Yeah, you know, I I'm using the wrong words. Mm-hmm. I think, but uh. Just ignore me. Barbara. Yeah, yeah. Barbara, where you at? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, Barbara. What now? Um, <clears throat> what what are your thoughts on the uh, what was said in the last part of the uh, roundtable? Oh, well, we have another caller, but we'll take this after you say. We no, go ahead, take the caller. No, you good? Take the caller. Everything's fine. Okay, okay. I agree. Now, call take the caller. Okay, definitely. And I call it. This is the fog hour. We usually don't take calls this late, but we're going to ahead and do it. Uh, just, you know, make your point, and then we're going to have to wrap it up. Call in the 717-579. You're on the air. Who is this? Uh, this is Afropic. Um, how's everybody tonight? I'm new to your group. Hey, how call. you doing? Now, what you say your name was again, sir? Afropic. Oh, I apologize. I came late. You said Apple. At, say that one more time. I'm probably. Afro pick. Afro pick. Oh yes, I yeah, I remember you calling it Afro pick. Yeah, you have the floor. What would you like to say? No, I don't think I don't think I've ever called before. Um, uh, uh Victoria, Vicky, um, um, shared the the link, and I appreciate that. Um, oh. y'all start. You were talking about interracial dating, correct? Or yes, have we yes, moved way beyond that. No, well, we're still I mean, talking about it. I, I, you know, I'm the um. The move to get black women to move toward white men has been successful. Um, hmm. uh, I'm seeing that more often. Um, hmm. So um, the question is, I think I don't know if anybody's dealt with is, is why do the people who control 
your thinking process now wants you to think this way. Okay? Everything mm-hmm. you see on TV, radio, newspapers, uh, hell, Facebook ads is controlled by those who have the power and the wealth of America. So we need to really maybe ask ourselves, why are they now communicating that message? Um, oh, black I women have been doing this over a period of time. With And I'd like to hear your reason why. I just want to say um, Oprah, you know, was very instrumental in trying to communicate this message. Um, there's been a lot of shows about educated black women not being able to find quality mates. Mm. Um so they've been planting the seeds and watering it with shit. Um, different types of shit, you know, chicken shit, bird shit, cow shit, whatever. They've been they've been fertilizing it and watering it for quite some time, and it is now bearing fruit. And from my observations, because I've never seen that as a rule before. Okay. Um, in fact, I think it's gotten to the point where it's really. Um, taking root in the sense that we don't need you Negroes because we, we are equal mm. um, feminism and quite frankly from a lot of the posts that I see on a lot of Facebook groups same groups we don't even really like you as black men okay so that said um, you said you had an answer to that well after last real quick before we start answering that we we're actually running out of time um, thank you for calling what we'll do is we'll All continue right. this Next Tuesday, we do this every Tuesday at 9 p.m. from 9 to 11. Okay. Um, thanks for calling in. If you're not a part of Blacktopia yet, uh, Vicky, if you can, introduce them to Blacktopia. We'd love to have them in I there. I did. Okay, good, good. Thanks. I, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, spreading the, I'm spreading the word to anyone that I know that I think is intellectual and that would do the group good and has something to contribute. Well, hey, Thank you. Yes, we can hear you, Afro Okay, be very careful with the invitation because I will challenge you in your thinking, okay? You may become uncomfortable. You may become uncomfortable. You've been living in the matrix. I'm going to talk about unplugging. And that may unsettle you, the host, or other people on this panel, or those listening. So be careful. When you invite me into a place, you're inviting a black man who understands he's a black man, okay? (laughs) Thank you for that. Uh, Barbara, is there anything you want to say right quick? Good night. All right, Adrian. Good night, Barbara. Yeah, I was going to say, um, enjoyed the show. Um, enjoyed the callers. It was great, and thank y'all and good night. Yeah. Uh, Birdman, is there anything you want to say? We all, we all finished, or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. We ain't got no more talking. Good night. <laughs>